Ilma, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA-owned and operated for over 40 years. This is The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Doing all right. Well, it was a tremendous uh, finale to the WAFL season. Uh, in relation to the whole package. Uh, terrific day, three very close games, reserves, Colts and, and league. And in the end, the crowd turned out. The conditions were great. The atmosphere was superb. There needed to be a winner and there needed to be, unfortunately, a loser. And everybody tends to sort of uh, focus on the victors come at the end of a grand final. I know that Darren Harris has spoken and a few of the West Perth players have spoken. And I thought I'd take a different tact, actually. I'd like to speak to Ashley Prescott. Now, he knows how to take teams to grand finals. He's taken Claremont to the 2004 and 2005 and also 2007 GFs and also, of course, on Saturday. But as we know, luck plays a bit big, uh, big part in these sort of one-off games. And unfortunately, he's been on the uh, losing end on all four but he's a great man, and he joins us for a chat here on uh, Drive with Peter Vlahos right through SEN statewide. Thanks for your time, Ash. Commiserations. Oh, yeah, thanks, Peter. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate those kind words, too. It's um, nice to hear because it's obviously a pretty tough period, and, and, you know, we're all a little bit gutted, but also pretty proud of our efforts overall, too. It was a huge effort. You had a brilliant finals campaign. The two games prior to getting to the grand final, uh, you played some outstanding football. And there were certainly indications that you may run over the top of West Perth in that final term when you got within four points. What were you thinking at that point in time? Well, we were hoping we could we could kick a couple more, Peter, and, and hold them. But look, they're, they're a fantastic footy team, West Perth, and and full credit to them. I think overall, you know, for the four quarters, they they were more efficient with the ball and and probably just a little bit bit harder in the big moments. I think that they stood up a little bit more. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we had eleven players under the age of twenty-two, um, and they were very experienced and senior group. You know, so we were pretty pleased, but but we gave it a hell of a shake and. You know, whether the six-day break and, and coming off that, that pretty challenging game against East Romano just took its toll, you know, maybe. But, you know, there's some unfinished business there and, and there's a lot of resolve amongst the whole footy club to, to hopefully take some really strong learnings and, and get better. Interesting what you're saying about the amount of young players that you have there and some of them are very good players. You must be very encouraged with what next season and the next couple of seasons could hold for Claremont. Yeah, without doubt, and 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 we're we're a club that that really tries to nurture in, in the young players and give them every opportunity. And there's a strong growth mindset um, and a really strength-based approach we take. Um, you know, and seeing the best in, in these young lads and giving them every opportunity. And probably what hurts you most is is seeing the faces of, of some of the more ex experienced players because I think the older guys that have have tasted those defeats, um, you know, probably just naturally take it a little bit harder. Um, and, and that was really hard to see. Um, and they're really quality people like Dick Mouser, Jai Bolton, Lockie Martinez. It goes on. So, you know, they're the ones you really feel for. But I, but I managed to get around a couple of those younger players, you know, that have played sort of 20 games of, of waffle footy and, and sort of reminded them that, you know, when we're investing all the time and effort into pre-season training and all the hard work that, you got to look to those guys because those older people are probably potentially running out. Um, you know, we've just got to bridge that gap and get that hunger 
across the collective and hopefully that can, can really drive us. You mentioned those senior players, and for me, they were outstanding. They uh, went hard from the start of the game to the end of the game and tried to carry some of those young players alongside them. You know, the likes of Rogers and, and Bolton, just to name a couple. You mentioned Martinez, who was yeah. busy as well. Uh, you must be very proud of your leaders at the club. Yeah, really, really did, you know. And, and those guys, they, they bleed Claremont and... You know, I've been in the AFL system for a lot of years too, Peter, but, but I can honestly say some of those guys prepare at, at AFL level. They're, they're waffle elite, you know, in their care for for the footy club, um, in their drive for success and excellence. And, and, and that's the journey that, that we all need to get on. We just need to, we need to up the ante. We need to all get better, including myself, um, and collectively, to try and give ourselves, you know, absolutely every opportunity to A, get there again um, and B, you know, get our hands on a cup. Of course, if you had the right formula or you knew the formula, you'd be a, a premiership coach. Saying that, you allowed West Perth to get out to, I think, 27-point lead uh, in the third term and you clawed them back. Was it too much of an ask? Because the week before, you mentioned it was a six-day break. You didn't score in that final term against East Romandle, who kicked a few goals yeah. at the end. You had that game done and dusted, that preliminary final. Do you look back and think, was fatigue a factor in some ways? Because, as I said, you came back from 27 points to within four points, but just couldn't go a bit further. Yeah, I think it's a good it's a good point. I think our start did cost us a little bit, Pete. We you know, we we're kicking with a bit of a breeze in the first quarter and we ended up finishing the quarter with, with no goals and five points. So, you know, I think after that we were playing catch up footy. So, you know, I sort of said to the boys after the game, look, the effort the effort and the intensity was absolutely there, but it, it just doesn't get it done. You you need to execute. Um and we really basically just did not execute properly in those key moments. So I think we were playing catch-up a little bit after after the first quarter. And I think having to give so much potentially could have. But even in that even in that last quarter, we had a couple of inside 50s late where we could, could have kicked another goal. And, and look, to West Perth's credit, they were able to get a hand in, get a spoil, um, you know, win or have a, a, an important one-on-one contest. And I think ultimately that was the difference. So saying that, uh, you stayed out on the ground, you saw the presentation, uh, the uh, club then players just wandered off into the rooms. How long did you stay in the rooms or did you, did you get out fairly quickly and head back to Claremont? Oh, we stayed for a little while. I think it was important to show respect to the West Perth Footy Club um, and stay out in the ground and, and it was nice. I, I made a special effort to go over and congratulate Darren. You know, we've got a philosophy at Claremont that you know, we lose with dignity and we win with humility. So we always pay a lot of respect to the opposition. Um, so it was important that we did that. Then it's about getting together. And, yeah, we, we just got around. Lots of families in the room, Pete. Um, you know, lots of beers. <laughs> but also a couple of beers. And, and I think, you know, eventually the fog lifts a little bit. And you start to just reflect a little bit on some of the amazing things I reckon we did at the footy club this year, um, you know, on the journey. So... Yeah, I think that's an important process. Just to, just to grieve, um, but wrap your arms around each other. You know, no excuses, not, no, no pointing fingers. Cop it on the chin um, and life goes on. You mentioned earlier in the conversation here that even Ashley Prescott, who's a seasoned professional when it comes to Australian rules football at all levels, may have learnt something from that experience on Saturday. If there was something that you thought you may have learnt or... Uh, was exposed to for the first time 
What was that? Gee, it's a it's an interesting question. It's um, I suppose it's a it's a constant a constant learning, and I I do have a fail forward mentality, and, and I suppose what I mean by that, without getting all deep and serious, is, is just learning from all the disappointments that come your way, and also from from the successes too. So. Um, what I learnt was that I'm involved in a really good footy club um, with a lot of really, really good people. And, and, yeah, we didn't get it done, but I think we could lay our head on the pillow Saturday night collectively and say we, we had a red-hot crack. So I'll go away as a coach and I'll, I'll look at everything and really analyse myself and, and the program really seriously. Um, and then we just try and rebuild again. And I'm kind of looking forward to starting pre-season already the players wouldn't like to hear that but I must admit I bounced out of bed I bounced out of bed this morning and you know as I'm here talking to you we'd usually be at the footy club and I miss it already so um yeah we'll just we'll just let that resolve build over time and we're really looking forward to to getting back creating a really good environment and, and launch into 2023 saying that uh, a bit of a gap when you lost those grand finals as a coach uh, in the early 2000s that I mentioned 2005 and whatever you were in your 30s in your late 30s now you're a 50 year old mature man with probably a family and all that does this hurt more now that you fully understand the meaning of it and you've got young players in your team? Is this the one that probably you reflect on and thought this would have been a really nice one to win? Yeah, I think it would have. I think realistically we, we bumped into some unbelievably strong teams uh, back in those earlier years you were talking about. I think the Subiaco teams that were running around, I reckon would have beaten some AFL teams. Um, and South Fremantle... I think in 2005 were, were unbelievably strong also. Um, they had some strong Fremantle players available at the time um, due to the alignment. So, yeah, I, I probably felt a little bit that this one, you know, we might have let slip um, a bit, just off the back of probably what I spoke about with, with missing some opportunities. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't think a day goes by. I don't think about those. Um, and that's seriously. I, I don't think I sort of look back at those grand final losses and it, it doesn't sting a little bit. But actually, Peter, to be honest, it's not about me. It's it's really about the players. I, I've been so fortunate to coach a lot of fantastic people that are really good friends um, of mine that haven't had the chance to win a premiership. So that's probably the bit that you feel a little bit a bit down about not not just giving giving your boys that give it give it their best um, you know the opportunity to win a premiership. So that's what continues to drive me. It's um it's seeing the success that that others can mm. can get um, out of getting a premiership. Well, you've spoken very well. You're a very mature gentleman, and I think you you explain yourself very well. You explain yourself well to me, explaining yourself well to your players. As I let you go, we had another experience of playing a grand final, this time at Leederville Oval, uh, only because Optus Stadium wasn't available. What's your spin on it? Do you like it with what you experienced on Saturday, or do you think the players deserve to play at the number one football stadium in future grand finals? Uh, it's, it's an interesting question. I thought it was an unbelievable day um, for Waffle Footy. To see the crowd and the atmosphere there um, was absolutely brilliant. I'm not too sure what the feedback's been through the Waffle and, and the, the supporters, but I thought it was outstanding, and I think um, you know, fantastic by by everyone to get the ground up to scratch, and you know, with the, the temporary grandstands and, and all the facilities, and, and with Leederville, it was just really humming. So you know, I'd certainly be not opposed to to making Leederville Oval that you know the 
the cherry for WA footy and, and using that as a stadium in the future. No, yeah, I agree. It was the, the feedback reportedly yeah. has been very positive indeed. Ash, thanks for your time. Commiserations again, but I think you can hold your head up high. Uh, you got to a grand final and uh, no doubt Clement will be about the place again next season. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the spring and the summer and we'll keep in touch. Good on you, Peter. Thanks. Okay, Ashley Prescott, uh, the Claremont Football Club coach, unfortunately, just unable to get over the line on Saturday. We'll be back with more on Drive, all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.